This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, March 12, 2014. I'm Caleb Brown. The head of the Senate Intelligence Committee, Dianne Feinstein, believes the CIA has been overseeing the overseers, spying on Senate staffers as they try to get through to the bottom of likely CIA abuses. Julian Sanchez, a research fellow at the Cato Institute, says the revelations give lie to the notion that intelligence oversight by lawmakers has been both rigorous and effective. Uh, It's very gratifying to see that Senator Feinstein has finally discovered intelligence community spying she is upset about. It's not the bulk acquisition of phone records of millions of innocent Americans, but uh, as she alleges, the CIA's spying on the activities of her own intelligence committee staffers uh, as they were attempting to prepare a report uh, and investigate the CIA's enhanced interrogation, a.k.a. torture program. Um, We've learned here that the CIA had insisted that instead of being given the documents, staffers come out to Virginia to a secure location to review documents uh, to fulfill their oversight role um, in the facility there. But they promised that this would be a segregated network that Senate staff would have access to so they could conduct their work and not be monitored by uh, CIA. And it now appears Uh, at least according to uh, Senator Feinstein, that that is not the case, that the work of uh, the Senate staff was monitored and that indeed some documents uh, after they had already been provided to the Senate staff were then removed, uh, most controversially uh, what was called the Panetta Report, an internal uh, CIA assessment that, again, supposedly found or at least acknowledged uh, some serious CIA wrongdoing, acknowledged that Um, The conditions and the harshness of these interrogations was, in fact, much worse um, than had been publicly acknowledged. Uh, This is all in connection, of course, with a Senate report um, that is apparently extremely critical of the CIA program and which the CIA has blocked the release of for some time now. Um, There's really a couple of ironies here. One is that we see Senator Feinstein insisting that we can trust the intelligence community when it comes to bulk surveillance of the phone or internet activities of innocent Americans, um, being very outraged when the same kind of tools are turned on uh, powerful people like Angela Merkel of Germany or indeed her own staff. Um, An added irony here, of course, is that um, it's not clear exactly what the CIA spying on Senate staff involved. Uh, she suggested that there was a, a hard drive that contained some of their work products, some of their content, uh, and so she may have been worried about access to that. Um, but also, of course, one of the primary things uh, you would expect them to have been interested in is to monitor exactly what the staff were reading and looking at, which documents they were spending the most time scrutinizing. And of course, that might be what would lead to certain documents being removed uh, in order to prevent staff from finding out about certain things. Um, and of course, the irony is that that kind of spying, uh, spying on what people are reading and for how long, is effectively spying on metadata, or as Senator Feinstein likes to say, just metadata. Uh, she and, and some of the other defenders of NSA insist that just looking at metadata, just looking at records of who people communicate with and for how long and at what times and what websites they visit and what pages they're reading, that that sort of stuff should not be counted as surveillance at all. Only direct inspection of the contents of a communication is surveillance. But of course, if you think about uh, this case, you can see that 
collection of metadata can give you essentially everything you want from surveillance. And so it's the very thing she thinks Americans should be comfortable with, uh, presumably that she is so upset about. It seems unlikely that uh, Dianne Feinstein is going to suddenly find herself on the side of us with respect to uh, whether or not these intelligence agencies should be reined in, given more oversight, or perhaps even given a nice thorough uh, set of hearings to sort out exactly what the problems are. Well, we have seen Feinstein and certainly other legislators on occasion very quickly change their tune on surveillance and the need for more scrutiny when they realize that it can be targeted at them. This happened a few years ago with, with Jane Harmon, another member of the Intelligence uh, Committee who was uh, dismayed to learn that some of her own phone communications may have been wiretapped. Um, certainly, this is an especially disturbing case. I mean, there's, there's, there is something humorous in the irony here, but um, the, the idea that the intelligence community would be scrutinizing the activities of their own overseers is, in a way, um, more troubling because the conceit at the center of all of these surveillance programs, almost the entire idea of a secret intelligence community in a democracy is that you have elected representatives of the people who are allowed to know what they're doing and keep checks on it, even if these things have to be kept secret from the general public. And it's only under those circumstances that you can plausibly think that that level of secrecy is in any way compatible with the democratic system. And so when you realize that the overseers themselves are being overseen, that they're the ones subject to rigorous oversight and potential intimidation by the intelligence community, it really seriously calls into question, if it weren't already uh, highly questionable, the effectiveness of that oversight system. And again, when we look back to the abuses of the 60s and 70s that we are uh, assured could never happen again because of all the strict oversight, it was very often uh, monitoring of members of Congress and of oversight officials that enabled the intelligence community to essentially do as it wished without much fear of ever being called to account. Um, their ability to uh, either directly threaten or simply intimidate elected officials with the thought that you weren't sure what J. Edgar Hoover has. You weren't sure what was in those databases. And so if you didn't want some uh, unfortunate fact about your activities to wind up somehow in the newspaper, um, you didn't want to antagonize them too much. It's something, you know, it's very clear that everyone, on, uh, both in Congress and in the intelligence agencies, was very acutely aware of at the time. Julian Sanchez is a research fellow at the Cato Institute. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Cato Institute video.